Welcome to a world that only exists at night, where heroes are found in the strangest of places. A world populated by forgotten classics, video nasties, and the head of their town. Take a look with me at misunderstood geniuses and those who believe themselves to be so. This is the world of the Midnight Screen. In today's episode, we are talking about a financial bomb so large it tanked an entire animation studio, Mars Needs Moms. I didn't know about the animation studio bit. So, uh, wow. <laughs> should we dive in there first? Ah, uh, wrong. Why not? Wrong. Should I talk about how this movie ended the, the hopeful career of an entire studio? Yeah, because I didn't know this until right now, so. Okay, let me... I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. Spoilers for the episode, guys. It's bad. We don't like this no. movie. <laughs> no. Um, what was the studio that made this called again? I don't say Disney. Expected, I half expected Josh to pop up. Well, you know what? I liked it a little bit. What? Why would I be the one? Mr. Power Rangers over there thinks I'd be the one that likes this. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Power Rangers. You like, you like Zombieverse. <laughs> You, you like Zombievers. No, I don't like Zombievers. I love Zombievers. Get your Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Point improving. Case closed. Judy's adjourned. So, Mars Needs Muffs, right? Was Apparently, the, yeah, it does. Was the final animated movie by Image Movers, okay? A yep. studio. Technically, Image Movers is still a thing to a different capacity. They are still a production house uh, owned by legendary filmmaker Robert Zemeckis. Oh. Oh, they've made a whole three films. Nice. Zemeckis uh, being, uh, yeah, very iconic filmmaker from the sort of 80s, 90s, Back to the Future, who framed Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to like run off a bunch. I can't think of Castaway, he did Castaway, um, but also massive obsessed, massively obsessed with uh, visual effects. Decided, do you know what? We're gonna start making movies, like entire movies done with image capture and motion capture technology. Uh, first being Polar Express, aka My Nightmare. Love that film. It's a fever dream I thought I had in two thousand four. Turned out to be a real movie. Uh, they also did Beowulf, Monster House, and then Mars great Needs Mums. Movie. Beowulf uh, is a great movie. By the time they got into Mars Needs Mums, people realised this is creepy and uncomfortable and we hate it, and they didn't see it. And uh, no, I they think, don't make these anymore. <laughs> I think that happened with Monster House. Did. Monster House is creepy. Monster House is, Monster House is my favourite of the four, because it's the only one that goes, this looks creepy, let's make a creepy movie. <laughs> Nah. The one where the house comes alive and it's like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'd love to Written... say Beowulf is my favourite. I love nah, Beowulf. No, Be- Beowulf just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so does Mars Needs Mums and so does Paul. Wait, 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 wait. What part of Beowulf makes you uncomfortable? Not the plot, the character. Like the character designs because they look like people. And... Is well, it the fact look... that Ray Winston's skinny? Is they that look like you off a little bit? <laughs> no, they look like people, I say with quotation marks. Because everything for the whole movie looks like a PS2 cutscene. Yeah. I like PS2 games. Yeah. I reckon that. I reckon the guy that. Reason. Made, I reckon the guy that made Beowulf was just a really big fan of Lara Croft. They were like, oh, we need to get Angelina Jolie in here 
and get her somewhere between <laughs> her and the real movie and her in the game. We need to get that in between. But I think, um, yeah, if we're talking about the fact that image movers were made on just a terrible premise of making <laughs> full animated movies in the way they animated Gollum, this movie doesn't look as bad as I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone looks a bit bug-eyed. Yeah, it, it doesn't look good. No. But it was surprisingly watchable for me. Because mm. mm. again, I cannot sit through Polar Express. Really? I, <laughs> I cannot sit through that thing. I kind of want to put on Polar Express, like, if I remember with you, just be like, just see you just freak, like, the whole time, like, eh. Like, I, I, know, I know people love it. I know it's, like, a Christmas classic for certain people. It's awful. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, it's a Christmas Ethan, classic for my wife. What if you watch Polar Express in a room filled with dolls and mannequins? Would you just die? Uh, yeah, I would, like, form a singularity and just take the universe with me. <laughs> Great. Cool. Good to know. That movie. <laughs> it's actually one of Ashley's Christmas sad. classics. I mean, I don't like the movie because it's just pretty dull and boring, to be honest. I don't mind the animation, though. Yeah, the movie's just... It's just an okay movie, so I'm not, like... If I was going to watch Christmas classics, it'd be, like, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. You know. Or, or Die Gremlins. Hard. I don't like Gremlins. <laughs> the Princess Bride? Josh, you've been over this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Christmas movie. I've never you seen should. The Princess Bride. Great film. Also a Christmas yeah. movie. We'll get to that, probably. And then, I also watch <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Every nope. year. And I do. And now you I, can yeah, stop talking. Um, let's talk about Mars Needs Mums, guys, because I want to talk about that film. But you <laughs> don't want to talk about Grinch, or you for... do want to talk about Mars Needs Mums? Grinch. It's a good movie. For, for context, for uh, people listening to this, the three of us have argued about Jim, the Jim Carrey adaptation of How the Grinch Stole Christmas uh, for at least a couple years now and we will never agree. Mm. <laughs> nope. Not a good film. It is though. <laughs> I guess what, I'm I'm building my kids to love it too. Right, after this podcast I need to phone social services but for now... Um... What, what did he do? He showed them the Grinch movie. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. He's a monster. Yeah, Finn has watched it five years of her life, and she's only five. It made it sound like she'd just been in a room watching How the Grinch Stole Christmas since she was born. What? It sounded like you've just locked her in a room with that playing. No, no, no. No, no. My mum, my mum comes over on Christmas Eve to spend time with us, and then we watch The Grinch. These like me and my mum have always watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas every year. At Christmas Eve, since I was like, oh god, I was young. Since I was like a kid, so we're just carrying on a tradition. Yeah. We've not done to Marcy's mums yet, then. No, no. If anything, we're just waiting for you, though. I'm <laughs> back now. Okay, um, right. Mars needs mums. Let's get started. Mars needs mums is a movie uh, in which yeah. he. <laughs> Who are you eyeing at the movie? We see. We see a movie, movie lately. Correct. We see a movie lately. It's a movie. It's not a film. <laughs> exactly. Uh, in which a small child called Milo has an argument with his mum, and his mum gets abducted by aliens. Uh, and it turns out Mars are Martians are taking the 
soul out of Earth Mothers to power robots to raise Martian children. Yeah. No, no, no. Martian girls. Martian boys get sent Martian to the Martian female dumps. children. Yeah. Yeah. Martian... The boys live in the trash chute. <laughs> yeah, With we the do. guys. Honestly, sounds like a sounds like a good time. Like that trash chute. Isn't... Oh, like, trash Isn't sounds that... like a good time. Isn't that, um, like, Eric Cartman's nightmare about life on Mars? There's a big trash can? possibly could be. Wasn't that all oh, the women rule everything and they harvest men for jokes? <laughs> that sounds like a South Park uh, thing, yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah, sure I'll take your word for it. That could have been after this, to be fair. I don't know who's plagiarizing who. <laughs> Let's just go with the fact that South Park's better than Marcy's mum, so Marcy's mum's plagiarised South Park. Let's just go with that. <laughs> I don't care if the timeline doesn't add up. Just <laughs> Nah, timeline doesn't matter. As we'll discover with Marvel very soon, timeline doesn't matter. So, um, so that was the, that's the plot of this movie. I have issues with that plot. Major. Why? It makes perfect logical sense in every It doesn't. Form. Right. There's another character in this movie. I'm I'm going here, right? This, I mean, there's Gribble? several characters in this movie. What's his name? The guy Gribble? from Fantastic Beasts. Gribble. You mean the guy Gribble, from Balls yeah, of Fury? He was the also guy from Balls of Fury. He was also in. He was in both of those movies. Yeah, <laughs> no. uh, Gribble. Gribble. Or George Gribble. He was in the Goldbergs. Okay, let's. Sure. <laughs> He's an actor. Does anyone else? Things. Does anyone else want to name something Dan Fogler was in before I continue? <laughs> Do you want to give me five minutes to go on IMDb? <laughs> or we right, can it just takes you move five on. minutes to get on IMDb. He was in The Walking Dead for something, but I don't know if he still is. Nah, oh, yeah, he, I, I liked him in that. I'd <laughs> find something interesting that he'd been in. Anyway, I like Dan. We like Dan Fogler here. I like Dan Fogler. He's a funny guy. <laughs> this isn't his fault. No, well, sorry, one party is his fault. The fact he's bad in the movie? No, no, the ending. Just... Okay, um, anyway, I have a problem with plot. Yes. So, my favourite scene in this movie, in terms of being legitimately well done, Gribble's, like, backstory, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, well put together, his narration's good, it's, like, a heartbreaking scene, but it establishes they took Gribble's mum because he was an obedient child, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why'd they take Milo's mum then? Because she the... didn't take any of Milo's shit. Do you not remember? No, no, no. Do you not remember the opening scene? You know, right after the kid who, if she was my kid, would have got front kicked in the teeth for throwing that many ice cream cones. After, not after that video, but after the one after that, uh, they saw Milo's mum tell him to put the trash away and he did. So they saw it as that one little clip. It's like Instagram. <laughs> It's like you're seeing a moment of someone's life that's perfect. So yeah, they saw a moment of obedience. They never saw the next bits, where he's but like essentially just... like, "Screw you, mom!" You know that bullshit. They feed the broccoli to the cat. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't see that bit. They've already decided to go kidnap her, and then that happens. exactly. See, what a dumb system. <laughs> don't think yeah, so, at any point the filmmakers were like yes this is a flawless system that everyone's going to delve into saying, properly because it makes perfect sense Nathan your whole basis for the plot you hate is literally explained in the f- opening 10 minutes of the movie 
it's no, it's explained away. It's not explained in like a satisfying way. It's hand waved in terms of a eh. This will make sense now. Yeah, they looked at two mums who both have disobedient yeah. kids, and then one who like is obedient for like a split second. A second, because like yeah, it was convenient to be. And then that scene also sets up Milo. What I believe would have been Milo's definitive, like, character trait. He loves zombies and horror. Vampires and yeah. Never brought up again. Didn't matter. Wait. Yes, it is. Is it? He is it? he mentions something about zombies when he's on the ship. Okay, it's not brought up again in an important matter yeah, that matters to anything that happens. Screen right. Screenwriting 101, right? If you have a scene at the start where the mum's like, you like zombies, and he's like, no one likes zombies, I'm committed to their annihilation. You need a scene at the end of the movie, right? Where he's like, I'm not saying this would be good, just logical. He's like holding a space <laughs> blaster, and he's like, it's just like in the zombie games. Bang, 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 you know? Just... No, he holds the space, the space blaster, and shoots the garbage. Yeah. What? I see. We, no, do you not remember? Right at the end of the movie, he's like, "Oh, yeah. I'll take the trash out." And then, boom, blast it with a space gun. He's like, "Yeah, great." Now, see all those kids that bullied Milo for being the weird kid that liked horror. They're all dead. He's gonna shoot them all. Straight yeah, up. The blast. The blaster's almost out. He's not got many shots left. Oh, he's yeah, so he has, to, he has to pick his targets wisely. <laughs> yeah, he's got to. You got to hope that he's got like yeah, he's got to pick the biggest bullet in school and just boom, done. Murder. Yeah, Marcy's mum's too. Milo's in we, prison for murder. We need to talk people. about. We need to talk about Milo. That's that's the name of the sequel. <laughs> we need to talk about that's a kid's boy. There's a horror reference for you. Um, it's it's a flawed system from the start. You know, the old Martian, she just, her dad was never there, so she just assumed that all dads are never there, so, you know, why not? That's what it. What I want to know is, just why can't the Martians create robots that retain enough power to raise multiple children instead of just one each? Because, <laughs> wait, wait, when was this movie created? When was this movie 2011. Made? Right, do you know why? Because the whole story from, like, Men in Black has been, is there intelligent life out there? They need to make sure that people know that the Martians are dum-dums. They're not smart. They're not going to invade. Don't worry. But it's, it's got this, like, <laughs> logic go. that every Earth mum has one kid. So, oh, therefore, yeah. they know how to raise one child. Did the filmmakers forget that some people have multiple children? <laughs> Yeah, I have multiple children. Yeah, like like Ty. Here. And even I don't know how to raise them. Even yeah, I don't Ty know how to raise them. Ty is a great mother. Ty is my yes. favorite mom. <laughs> Mars is coming to adult. Ad- hang with me now. I'm like ah no 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 no. Yeah, it's the se- that is the real sequel. Venus needs dads. <laughs> yes, right. I'm just saying though, if you saw a movie, it, and the title was called Venus Needs Dads, you would watch it. No. Yeah, Not unless Nathan was making me talk about it on a podcast, I wouldn't. Nathan. There are war flashbacks to Mars Needs Mums. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I'm, I'd never seen Mars Needs Mums until the other week because Nathan That's... made me watch it, you know? I'm you not going to watch Venus Needs Dads. 
I'd never heard of it. And then Ashley, and then as soon as Nathan told me about it, I went to Ashley. I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to watch a movie on Disney called Mars Needs Mums." And Ashley went, "Oh yeah, I've seen it." I'm like, "What do you mean you've seen it?" This is the woman that, until she had met me, had never seen the Shawshank Redemption. Still, to this day, has not seen the Green Mile. And I'm like, "How the hell have you seen Mars Needs Mums?" Because it's a much more popular film, Kai. Obviously. Yeah. It's iconic. No, Everyone has heard of Mars Needs Mums. No, do you know why? It's because it's a Disney movie. She's a Disney fanatic, so she just watches Disney stuff. I'm like, Jesus. See, that's my... an impressive level of Disney fanatic. Because I think Even my most... two-year-old had seen it. Yeah. I think most big Disney fans don't know this exists. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do you know who's that? Steven. We shall. Steven's a Disney Steve... fan. I'll send him a quick text, so get back to you later. Stephen, who you, oh, yeah. you may remember from, from the What Now days, uh, is a, a big deal. From that, yeah. that one episode where he couldn't open a door to get pizza. Yeah. Yeah, remember the guy that couldn't get out to the pizza fast enough? That's Steve. <laughs> and we were just angry at him for like two minutes because he couldn't get to the pizza fast enough. <laughs> Our day ones will know. See, I have one other piece of trivia, but I just checked the time, and we have not been recording long enough for me to no, be holding I mean, back on one last thing. Record for 20. I mean, I've only got, like, I only had, like, two points. And that's it. Real quick, just before we get too far, Nathan, Stephen has never heard of Mars Needs Mums. There you oh, go. Wow. And he's a Disney well, fan, so... Disney tried to bury this thing, like... No, they didn't. They put it on their whips. They put Again, it on their, their putting what's it, it called app. Putting it on Disney Plus, like there is a lot of weird stuff on Disney Plus. You have to search for, you know. Yeah, what you I ever mean? actually look through Disney Plus? Yeah, like I That's had to hilarious. search in to to see this was on there. I had to look for Mars Needs Mums. Like this was harder to get to than Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> that I found on the home. Yeah. Page. <laughs> because it's in D. I just like, I just go to movies and just like I just go from A to Z. I just look through. That is it. Like Dragon Ball Evolution I found by clicking on star and then on like uh one of whatever weird subcategories they decided to put up that day. And was like, Oh that's on there. For this I was like I vaguely remember there being a movie called Mars Needs Moms. I'm gonna see if they put that on. <laughs> Do you know what else uh, is on uh, Disney Star's homepage? Starship Troopers. It is. Yes, it's in their um, sci-fi, I think. That would make sense. It is a sci-fi film. Yeah. No, no, I don't know if it was on... I don't know if it's called sci-fi or if it's called something else. I'm pretty sure it's called sci-fi. I didn't care if it was called like that or woman fantasy or whatever it's called. It depends what Disney are calling it. That was my whole confusion. I know it's sci-fi, but I didn't know if Disney were calling it sci-fi or fantasy. Or both. I don't know. Being a sci-fi... This is a bad sci-fi movie. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that as in, like, it's a bad movie that has sci-fi elements. I mean, this is bad sci-fi, right? Yeah. Although, I'll give it yeah, it's, it's also just bad, and it happens it's to be sci-fi. It's also bad, yeah. yeah. But this is, we've, we've covered that bit. This is just bad at yeah. being sci-fi. Like... Although, I will give yeah. the animators one thing. I could tell that was Joan Cusack, like, literally from the second I saw her. I was like, ah, that's Joan Cusack. Yeah, yeah I could tell it was Joan Cusack from listening to her. 
No, no, no. You see her face before you actually hear her talk. But you saw her face, and you're you make... a believer. <laughs> that would have been real funny if she was in Shrek and not Toy Story. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> nah, wouldn't have worked. Don't use that. John Cusack does have a very distinctive voice, though. Yeah. Which is weirdly enough, her brother John doesn't. Okay, my other point. I've talked to you about this, Nathan. Just, they, the, the, the guy banged a Martian. Well, Dan Fogler. We Dan don't know Fogler. he did that. Oh, d- yes, he did. Josh. Me- we don't know that's how Martians make kids, though. In fact, it's well, probably not I, how Martians make kids because oh, they get rid of the males. Who told? Who told? Who said anything about making kids? I'm just saying they banned. But I never said that they would suggest. Kids. For all we know, Martians don't have genitalia. So the oh yeah, because they sprout up from the ground. Yeah, they Good probably point. don't bang. Yeah, but yeah, but he's a guy. He wanted. To, okay, uh-huh. all right, all right. He wanted to bang a Martian. He was in well, love yeah, with a Martian. Yeah, he was in love with it. Doesn't mean. I think you're forgetting he went to Mars as a child, so he didn't have, like, all that education stuff. So he might, you know, like, the chances are they didn't bang. I'm just going to say that now. Like, it wouldn't have had any sort of, like, life experience that would have led to him looking at the Martian and being like, yeah, I want to bang you. It would be much more, I love you. And then yeah, the did, banging he, stuff he, probably didn't happen. But it probably did, though. No, it most likely didn't. Mm, still, though. It's a bit off. Also, it worries me that when you see this film, that's one of the things that comes to mind for you. That that raises issues with me about how your mind works. I mean, you've known me for how long? Too long. Ouch. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, it's weird. You know, he could have went back to Earth and found out, you know, Earth woman. Nah. Yeah, and a guy once died banging a horse. What's your point? Where's your mind going? How do you know a guy I'm tried to buy a horse? I'm just pointing out the people here in the real world that aren't animated have done a lot worse than bang a horse because at least they're intelligent I beings. I, are they? They can't even build a robot. Clearly, to hold on, they can't even hold on to build a robot to hold on to one person's conscience for longer than bloody I don't know ten years. Well, Ty, you can't build a robot, so does that mean you're not an intelligent? I being? never said I've tried to build a robot. No, no, no but Martians. Right, but Marsh's whole thing is they have robots, right? No, Why would you build robots thing. if you the whole thing is from their Mars? Right, no, no, but their whole system is built on robots raising children, right? Yeah, robots raise yeah. the females to carry on the women society. So why the hell wouldn't they set and improve the bloody robots before they they're started fine just? Kid- they're fine kidnapping people. Nice letting kids pop out the ground. Yeah, I mean, just saying. I don't know. I want to move on from this conversation now. <laughs> if I'm good at, if I if I do something that I know I'm going to do for a long time, I'm gonna do it really well. You know. So if I did get into building animatronics, I'd make sure I built a good animatronic. I wouldn't build an animatronic that doesn't hold on to consciousness for ten years. Come on, Josh. Come on, Josh. Okay, I'm sorry. Nathan, please please, please change the topic. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we've established... Um, we hate this movie. Yeah, every time we've got a I'm going to open with, this movie's bad. Um, and but, the animation sucks. 
And it bombed an entire studio. So, um, there was something fairly, I say fairly interesting about this movie. I don't know how interesting you'll find it. Okay. I, I stated earlier, this is bad sci-fi, right? This is yes. a, the kind of plot you'd find in a hard sci-fi movie being fed to you through the lens of, of soft sci-fi and it, it doesn't work, right? The pieces don't fit together enough. The writer and director of this movie is a Mr... Is it Simon? Wait. <laughs> I his first name. Simon Wells. Okay. Okay. That name probably doesn't mean a lot to you. I was going to say, it sounds familiar, but I don't know if it's... Been around animation for a while. He did uh, We're Back. He did Balto. He did The Prince of Egypt. Flushed Away. He did work on Flushed Away. Uh, his great-grandfather was the legendary sci-fi author. What was that there? Is it Orson Welles? Close. H.G. Wells. Ah. Whoa. Author of The Time Machine and War of the Worlds. Yeah. He would be so disappointed. Really um, disappointed. Simon Wells even adapted uh, or directed the live action adaptation of The Time Machine in 2002, which was also oh, wow. a Terrible critical film. and commercial failure. And yeah, a bad film. <laughs> Wait, did Wells he do the turning in his grave? Yeah, did he do the live action of War of the Worlds too? Uh, that was Steven Spielberg. That that was a bad movie. I don't hate that movie. There's good stuff in that movie. Um, Tom Cruise shouldn't be the lead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who that that was. <laughs> do you know how many times I've probably said that sentence in my life? Tom Cruise shouldn't be doing that. No, I like Tom Cruise in movies. Just not, he's not like a dramatic actor. He's Ethan Do you know Hunt, what? You know? <laughs> I like him in four movies. No, three movies. I bear him in the fourth. Those movies don't all start with Mission Impossible. <laughs> no, two of them do. Mission Impossible 1 and 2. Um, I like him in Tropic Thunder. And I bear him in The Outsiders because he's with a bunch of other good actors. He's just a bit of a whiny bitch. Wait, so, so you like him in you, you like him in Tropic Thunder, but not in any of the other Mission Impossible films. I don't like the other Mission Impossible films. After like I watched They're one and so two, stupid. I like one. It's great. I like one and two. I got to three and I'm like, this is dumb, and I gave up. And then I went to Who's see the dumbest one. What's the one That's in what Dubai? What makes it so great? <laughs> What's the one in Dubai? The one in Ghost Protocol. Right, I went to see Ghost Protocol in the cinema with my girlfriend, and the funniest bit of that movie was him fucking bass slapping the side of a building. It was hilarious. That was it. I love that. I love that scene so much. Just face spamming a blooming uh, skyscraper in Dubai. It was hilarious. But yeah, no, I, I, I stood by this. I like Mission Impossible 1 and 2. I really like those. I do not like any other ones. How did we get on to... Oh yeah, I remember now. Anyway, War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah, man. I don't know a lot about this Simon Wells guy. No. But I'm fairly convinced he managed to use the fact that his granddad was one of the greatest sci-fi authors of all time to just get himself involved in sci-fi projects for a number of years. Fairly Until people realised, oh wait. This isn't working. Yeah, and some no. people went, "Oh, you're bad at this." <laughs> like, because you can see, like, through the HG Wells connection, 
you can understand the world building in Mars Needs Moms and what he's going for. But it just does not feel lived in whatsoever. Yeah, I guess. I feel like the movie is just almost like he had one kind of like meh idea and just kind of like forced it out. There's not enough thought into a lot of what goes on. No. It's it's not finished. Yeah. And especially a lot of like the setup is all very rushed because like, I want to get the kid to Mars and have him be friends with the, the big man and the weird Martians. How did you he know? get so fat? He... The, the gravity. Hey. What's he been eating? Trash. He's been eating dead Martians. Well, he'd be... He, so the whole... I think the whole point is, like, he's not... He's not got his mum to tell him what to do, so he's just eating whatever the hell he could find not taking care of his body. So, yeah. So he was eating dead Martians. He probably was. He was going to eat Wingnut. Oh yeah, he was definitely eating Wingnut. He was raising Wingnut like a pig. (laughs) Yeah. The real reason he wanted to be friends with Milo originally as well. You know, he wanted something a bit (laughs) bit different. New meat. Yeah, so if you live in chicken your whole life and then someone offers you steak, you know, you're not going to turn it down. Yeah, or you've been eating steak your whole life and someone's like, want to eat a kid? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a, I'm a We've all been there. I'm a stick with a steak. It's things like that why I used to edit the podcast myself. (laughs) (laughs) But we did, we did mention this is shot in motion capture. I do realize Mm -hmm. some people might not understand what that means. It's like a worse version of what Mark Ruffalo did with the Hulk. Yeah, it's well, when people wear a bunch of ping pong balls in a green suit and then they just yeah. do stuff. Yeah. Did you guys stick around past the first credits to see the uh the, the mean, like I, shots of them filming this? I skipped uh, no. the first credits to watch the shots. I didn't watch the credits to <laughs> see this <laughs> bit. Cuz not. It's more interesting to watch than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like watching people do motion capture is so interesting to me, especially like with these films that were shot, essentially having the actors perform the entire movie in a soundstage and then just being shot from multiple angles. Yeah, like that's really interesting. It just doesn't work. Yeah, which is such. I don't don't like like, watching people do mocap, especially if they play not humans and they like. It's just there's something always off about it. It just looks weird. Have you seen Benedict Cumberbatch doing his motion capture for? Okay, yeah, that's (laughs) that's great though. Just because I've never seen someone get so into being a dragon before. Just writhing around on the floor. (laughs) I love that. It's a grown ass man, and he is. He's loving every minute of it. So yeah, I'm a big fan of, of the idea of motion capture. And it's been used, like, even what, fell, no, not Fashion Wing, Two Towers was what? Nine years before this? Mm-hmm. And even at that, like, the motion capture in that movie is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it had been done well <laughs> by this point. <laughs> Yeah, I think motion capture works best when it's in a real-life movie to make CGI characters, rather than having a yeah. whole movie where everything's done with mocap. I don't know, uh, Nathan, we were talking about this earlier, uh, Rango was done Rango. entirely yes, in was... mocap. Well, Rango was done 
Rankle was done in a very interesting way because he didn't use traditional mocap technology. No. So while as in like this movie, of course, they have all the dots on their face and the spandex, not spandex. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Close enough. Yeah, it's essentially the, whatever the yeah, suit is made of. It's a morph suit. Yeah, it's like a morph suit. The morph suit, yeah. Um, and the limited props and everything, so they can essentially capture the exact movements of the actor. With Wrangle, they had the actors perform as if they were doing a stage play. So they put them in sets, like limited sets that you'd get if you're watching a theatre, and had them perform it as normal, and built separate rigs off the characters so they could rotoscope in 3D. Okay. If that makes sense. So, like, Wrangle was done to look as much like a cartoon as possible while still capturing as much of, like, Johnny Depp's mannerisms as they could for the character. Yeah. See, yeah, that makes sense. And that's probably why it worked. It's almost like if you've ever seen when they were animating The Little Mermaid, they have that, like... There's this really cool behind-the-scenes shot for that movie where there's four animators sitting in, like, a little circle and they've got the actress that plays Air- voices Ariel and she's sitting on a rock brushing her hair. Right. And then they essentially all tried to draw as many frames of that as possible so they could capture the way she did it. Right, yeah, I know you. So Wrangle was essentially the 3D version of that using similar techniques to motion capture. Um, See, I think that is what makes it work because they basically use mocap to capture the bigger picture kind of stuff but not make everything look like humans. Whereas in this, for example, they've got mocap and they're like, hey, we're mocapping humans to look like humans because it makes it all just... <laughs> Yeah, they try the and make it too realistic. Look... Yeah, the Martians don't look creepy. Yeah, it's because no. it's like it's that thing. I can't remember the exact term for it or whatever. But when you can you can tell something's wrong about a face, so it just doesn't quite sit yeah. right. Yeah, uncanny like, ballet. What, yeah, it's like with Alita Battle Angel, for example. You know, you can watch that, and there's just always something you feel wrong. Yeah, because, her, because her eyes are just too big. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what happens when you try and mocap like this and just create humans. It just, you know something's wrong. So it just, it, it's off-putting for the whole thing. That's the other um, big thing with this when I bring up the motion capture. Josh, you've got the IMDb page up, right? Yeah. Who plays Milo in this movie? Seth Green. Okay, think of Milo's that's voice. That's where Seth Green is. Think of, yeah, think of Milo's voice right now. I'm trying... Think of his voice that doesn't sound like. It doesn't sound like Seth Green. Not Seth Green at all. Nah. Story time. So. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, this is actually really. I feel bad for Seth Green here. Seth Green filmed this whole movie, right? Did all the motion capture of this thing, intending to be the star. Mm hmm. He went on the press tour for this, he was on The Tonight Show. Promoting Mars Needs Mums as the star of Mars Needs Mums. Yes. After the first test screening, audiences commented that it was weird that the little boy had a grown man's voice. So with weeks before the premiere, they re-recorded it with an actual child. Ouch. They Phoebe buffeted Seth Green. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. And that's I mean, I get even, it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it was a bad idea to cast a grown man in that role if you're motion yeah. capturing it in the first place. 
Like, I don't blame Seth Green here at all. Do you know what? Would you be mad? He got paid. He got paid. But so they still made mad? him... It was so late in the game. Like, he was on The Tonight Show promoting a movie that most people wouldn't even realise he's in. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone everyone just after seeing it just at and Seth Green like where the hell were you in this movie dude yeah he's like so... I'm the little boy like no you're not it's so sad to me and I feel like it couldn't have happened to an actor that's been through more of almost the same crap his whole career you know okay then Seth Green is an actor we all love but it's just not in anything worth talking about that's, you know what he would have got paid fair. the same so that's not fair isn't what i said isn't fair or it's just yeah, unfair i don't think that's we, fair like because like, I, I love that screen i would say the stuff he's in not worth talking about there, there is points where we could talk about like he was in buffy for a little run and then he was in angel for a few episodes um it's well, true yeah i know nobody cares but he was in austin powers austin powers was quite decently yeah he money. is like they made three, three movies kid, didn't he yeah, they made three movies. Um, you know, the anyway, third movie's not great, but, you know. You know I um, love Robot Chicken. I love... Again, yeah. I love him and Buffy. So, like, he's yeah, a family he's guy. Great. He's but a family he is, guy. And family guy. He is just constantly... feels like... Yeah, almost just kicked to the side in yeah, Hollywood. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get excited if it was like, oh, there's a new movie out. Seth Green's in it. It's like, all right, who else, though? Oh, it's just Seth Green. It's like, I ain't got to see that. Yeah. That's what's so funny about like this situation to me. Because if it was a bigger name than Seth Green, they wouldn't get away with it. No. But if it was a like smaller name than Seth Green, no one would care at all. They no one would even notice. So they hit that sweet spot where it's just funny. You know <laughs> the worst thing is? I saw Seth Green in the opening title, like the opening credits. Mm-hmm. I just didn't even notice that I didn't hear his voice the entire movie. I just went, <laughs> I went, oh, Seth Green's in it. Went all about the movie. Didn't even click. I was just like, eh. Which is I sad. He plays like his dad or something. I was like, just sad because he's a voice actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think all that's really left to say, though, boys. Uh, and I think, based on our whole conversation, I know where this is going. <laughs> but, uh-huh. Ty Hennessy, Yo. do you recommend Mars Needs Moths? God, no. Didn't think so. Josh K, do you uh, recommend? <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to have to say no here. Yeah, it's I'm a tough al- decision, but... I am also going to say no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think that needs explaining. Uh, no. But the important question, as always, Ty. Yeah. Is this a midnight screening? No. I yeah, would, saw that coming. <laughs> I would well expect to be beaten violently if I brought this up <laughs> with any of the boys. I would expect um, to be actually battered in the middle of the floor. Josh, so, yeah. what's your thoughts? Nope. It's not even like... I don't care. You could be drunk out your mind. And this still yeah. wouldn't be exactly. a good good idea. Like, there's just, I mean, like, if you're wanting something even stupid kids movie to watch that is bad at the same time, they're just ones that are at least bearable. But this one, it's just, yeah. no, you'd be putting on for the sake of having something in the background, but no one would care. So there's yeah. no, just no. Nathan? I was going to do like a bit there and pretend to say yes, but I can't even bring myself <laughs> to. No, 
It looks disgusting. The plot is awful. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Don't, don't watch this, ever. Anyone else? We should we be the last. We did it for you. We, we did should it for be... you. Yeah. We should be the last three people to ever see Mars Needs Moms. <laughs> yeah. You know, people should, are now. We gonna... should have also been the first, if I'm honest. Uh... We're gonna we're gonna release release this episode, and people are gonna watch it just to see how much how bad we are talking. Like, if it is really as bad as we're saying, they're gonna look at it and go, "Ah, I hate myself for watching that now." See, I know exactly what you mean because after Nick Mason said no one should ever see Batman Ninja, I definitely Everyone went and watched Batman, Batman Ninja. Ninja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rever- it's like your parents telling you not to do something. It's like I'm, I'm not gonna do it. Don't touch the fire. Well, I'm never gonna touch the fire. You know of all people, Nathan. Yeah. Don't touch the fire, Nathan. I'm oh, I I fire. know about that. Um, but yeah, let's stay again right here. This is the show where if something's terrible but absolutely worth watching, we will tell you. Yeah. So when even we are saying. <laughs> This is this. not worth seeing. When we recommended Dragon Ball Evolution, <laughs> yep, this is not worth watching. There's only certain moments in my life where I question if I really do love movies. When I've literally said, "Hey guys, you should watch Dragon Ball Evolution." <laughs> hmm. But there we have it, guys. As always, thank you all so much for listening to. Whatever it is we do here. Much appreciated. Oh, wait. We're not done yet. Josh, what's next oh, week's episode? Yes. Oh, Josh. Okay. Josh, do you want to give the audience a hint as to uh, what we're talking about next week? Uh, sure, don't. But I'll do it anyway. Okay. Um... <laughs> hey, you started. Yeah, you too. Well, I got, I started because I got asked. Yeah, I, you know, I've done. I just actually give so well. hint. this whole sound effect stick. I'm, I'm, I'm done with. I'm done with. This is a sentence. This isn't a sound oh, effect. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you've heard of Jason Voorhees. You've heard of Mike Myers. You've heard of Freddy Krueger. But find out next week who the true serial killer is and how he does it. There you go. That's about it. Yeah. That made, Wait, me dramatic. Like, that made me like excited and then I went, I picked it, I know this. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what you're getting this week, boys. Um so yes, of course, thank you to Ty and Josh for sticking with mm-hmm. another one of these. Um yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you to our wonderful editor, is pre-built on YouTube. His links will be at the top of the description below, followed by the links for the show and then our personal socials. Follow us if you want. If you're listening on Spotify, why not check out the Nathan Needs a Username YouTube channel? We've got all of these episodes up there, plus whatever I decide to talk about uh, on my own accord. Not Mars Needs Mums, probably. Probably never that again. <laughs> you think? Uh, I was waiting for the video. <laughs> And if you are listening to this on Spotify, on said that already. If you are listening yeah. to this on YouTube, uh, why not check out the Midnight Screening Spotify page if you want to hear us lose our minds on the go. Did I get everything this time? I always miss something. I think so. Yeah. I think I think you're good. Yeah. Okay. We are we are done. Um. Yeah. Thanks for for showing up.